Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it because we've got some special guests. And the great thing about doing the show from home and doing it remotely because of the whole COVID and quarantine world that we live in now is that uh, we get to travel a bit, virtually travel, that is. So we're heading to Nashville to meet up with not one Canadian boy, but two amazing Canadian boys, brothers um, known as Clint and Bob Moffitt, um, who just happen to be the guys behind Music Travel Love. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, how are you? Thank you for having us. This is awesome. It's so fun to see you guys on Zoom. Um, obviously, it'd be like so much better in person. But um, COVID life has has done this to us, and it's okay because I'm actually able to to spend some time with you guys in Nashville, which is actually one of my favorite places to go to. Yeah, one great city. Great city. Uh, how long have you guys been there? Because you're Canadian boys. Where exactly are you from? Well, we were born in uh, the triplets. Clint, myself, and our brother Dave were born in Vancouver. And our brother Scott was born up in Whitehorse. And we grew up in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. And we lived in Cal- uh, Bray Creek, Alberta, for about two years, and then Calgary for a year. And we've just been around the world. Just We've lived in Thailand and a bunch yeah. of places. But we've settled here in Nashville for the time being. We've been here for the past 10 years. So, yeah, but it's a nice, it's a nice place, but we do miss spending time in Canada. Um, you guys have been performing uh, and singing since like the age of four. Is that right? Yeah, we've been we've been at this thing for a long, long time. I mean, obviously at that age, it was for us. It was just uh, more of our older brother. You know, his you know he kind of had it in him. You know, at a really young age that he wanted to do this, make music, and he kind of knew it. And we kind of all followed that inkling. You know, uh, we want to be hockey players, the two of us. You know, we were more drawn Canadian to Canadian dream. You kind of go with uh, the, uh, what, what is the saying, uh, the path of least resistance, yeah. you know, and it seemed like we were all sort of moving in that direction. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful to have learned a skill set that uh, maybe wasn't my first choice, but now at my age, now I'm, I'm grateful to uh, to know my way around, you know, music. And, and it's brought it's brought so much to our lives, so been great it's awesome i have to say to see um to see you guys doing this because for those of you guys listening at home you may not realize um that we're talking to the same moffat brothers from the moffats like yeah yeah back in the day and it took me while we we were talking online it took me uh you know a little minute there to realize i'm like i make the connection and I was like, wait a second, they look so familiar. Where do I know them from? Where do I know them from? And I'm like, wait, they're the Moffats, but there's only two here instead of four. Um, it's funny to see but, people make that connection, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I absolutely love what you guys are doing with the music and the traveling. And uh, before we start talking about all that stuff, I want to know, how are you guys dealing and coping with COVID life? What's it like in Nashville? Like, I know what it's like here in Toronto, but... Yeah. I mean, COVID life, you know, is, is pretty much, you know, for us, there's a lot, everybody's dealing with it in different ways. I think everybody's, you know, adapting in different ways. You know, for us, our 
we, we, you know, our whole goal when we started Music Travel Love was to get off of the road for long extended periods of time and spend more time at home with our families. And so, you know, we, our life hasn't changed much, you know, honestly, other than the fact that we can't jump on a plane and fly anywhere at any time, you know, and there's a lot more uh, restrictions and things like that. But, you know, when we film videos, we're by ourselves, you know, we're isolated. Our videos don't demand us to be in front of thousands of people. We actually are the opposite. So our business is uh, very much online. And so, in that regard, it hasn't changed much, but I, you know, we definitely sympathize. And the, tra- the traveling, the has, traveling has changed, changed because, with, like Ben said, we didn't want to be on the road. And that meaning that when you're a, you know, a musical artist, you can be on the road touring for 300 days a year, and you get to see your family very seldomly. Yeah. But we love to travel, and 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 we had a lot of stuff lined up for 2020, as as pretty much everybody in any business had lined up, and it kind of just went upside down on them. But we were supposed to be in the Philippines, India, India. Um, Vietnam, Vietnam, a bunch of really cool places, and that kind of shifted, and and so we're 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 going to be doing, which is kind of cool because we're going to be doing a, a trip uh, with the family. You know, we're actually going nice. to which is very cool. Which will be the first time they'll be able to join us and see how we do what we're doing, and 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 actually be a part of it too. Okay. So uh, we're going to be just jumping in an RV and cruising through uh, the United States, and then the places that are open and a lot, allowing people to kind of you know, stay at parks and stuff like that. But it'll be a great experience for the whole, for the whole family. Yeah. When are you guys planning that? Well, we're just kind of in the process of it because again, with COVID, it's kind of given us as well an opportunity to maybe get a bit ahead of schedule, like get more things figured out, arranged ideas and uh, what songs we want to choose and things like that. So we're, we're really at the beginning stage process of figuring out locations and figuring out landscapes that will maybe marry the song really well and so that's also given us more time to figure all that stuff out i think we're going to be doing something really short at the end of this month and then we're going to be doing more of an extensive trip in october nice so love to come up to canada you know we would love to come up to canada the the quarantine thing you know uh, my family just was in canada and they had to do the whole two-week quarantine thing so with that you know it does it makes it difficult for us to come in and, and uh and, and go through that and then get on to the tour. But uh, we'd love to showcase Canada because it's the most beautiful country, you know, for sure. It totally is. I'm with you on that, especially in the summer, um, which yeah. makes me sad because this whole COVID thing has stopped people from doing a lot of the, the stuff that they want to do here in Canada in the summer. Um, and we know that, well, I don't like to be here in the winter, um, but listen, if you guys can get up here, the sooner, the better. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. So, Clint, you've got, you're a dad. You've got yeah. two little ones. How old are they? What are their names? Reef is my youngest. That's uh, Reef. Uh, we, we named our boys, you know, we, we spent time at a lake in, in uh, Merritt Lake, which is in the Okanagan. And my wife and I have spent a lot of time there. And, uh, you know, so it's when, when we named our children, you know, we didn't really have a name, any boy names. We had girl names. And both of our, we're, we have two boys. And so when Lake uh, was born, the nurse sort of said, well, what's, what's his name? I'm like, we don't have any names. We didn't have any name we really, really loved. And uh, I think I said to her, you know, we love the idea of the lake, you know, because we, we, we spent a lot of time there. We have a little lake house there. And uh, I was like, you couldn't name a boy Lake, you know. And she said it, to, she said it back to me. She said, I really like the name Lake. And when she, when she said it back to me and I heard it, I was like, I like it too. And so... 
we went right with that. And then their middle names are sort of more our naming them after our family. So Lake is my oldest boy. He's three and a bit. And then Reef is my youngest, and he's a year and a half. I love so the name. Thanks. <laughs> and then Reef is, we named him after, uh, in Mexico, where my wife and I also spend, we spend time. We go there. Uh, her family has a place there. Uh, we always uh, are, you know, kind of snorkeling around. We have a beautiful reef there. And uh, so it just makes us think about things we love and, and memories and, and things like that. And and uh, they suit it, you know, and I, I'm, I'm happy with the names. They really suit the names. Yeah. Yeah, this is coming. I hear, I hear Uncle Bob in the background. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love, I love hanging out with them. They're yeah, they've, he loves being Uncle. Um, you know, I've always, you know, I've always wanted to have kids, and my wife and I, uh, we're, we're, we're definitely. I think him having him and Sydney having kids has really made us. My wife actually works with with kids. She's a, a, a teacher and a Montessori teacher and um, stuff like that. So she works with a lot of kids a lot of the time. So I think that might have been, you know, a, a reason for the delay because she's just always with kids. Yeah. Uh, but for us, um, I think them having kids and, and just being around that so much has really opened me up. I know it's opened me up a lot more to the idea and, um and just, I feel like with my age and everything too, it's just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lot stronger about it, but I'm excited to, to have kids of my own, but having these two in, in our lives is just, it's awesome. incredible. Because yeah. it, make it seems to me, it seems to me like, well, the perception that I get online is that you two are always together. It seems like, you know, the two families are always together. Is that the reality or is it, is it just perception? Yeah. So, you know, our, our, you know, the thing that when we did, when we, started music travel love we had just finished and i'll give you this little story we just finished recording an ep we spent about almost a year working on the music and we were getting ready to play for all the labels and this was going to be about our fourth or fifth round of playing it to national labels and with labels you know it really depends on the day it depends on how they're feeling we're all human beings nobody has the answers you know, nobody has the answers about anything. I mean, we, we were talking about Luke Combs, our brother producing Luke Combs. Luke Combs is passed on by every single record label, and he was passed on by The Voice. He, he auditioned what? at The Voice. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so we're talking about a guy who's the biggest selling country artist right now who was passed on by every label head and by big TV shows like The Voice who didn't see the potential. And so for us, it's like you're, you're putting so much emphasis and investment into somebody's opinion at the end of the day. And so we had just finished and we were driving around and we were like, okay, we're 30, 35, 35 years old. And is this what we want to do for the rest of our life is try to convince people to, to give us a shot. So we decided from then on, we were just going to create music travel up and just put things out and spend time with our families, spend time doing things that we really love doing. And that's where the concept came in. And uh, it's given us the opportunity to spend time with our families more, more than we ever would have, you know, yeah. doing the other route. So very grateful for it. I love it. I love it. I um I actually came across your videos at first on TikTok. Really? And yeah, it was TikTok before Instagram, which is really weird because like I'm constantly on Instagram, uh, being a content creator. And uh I was just like that's where I was all confused. I'm like, they look so familiar. Uh I can't place it, but God, this song sounds this cover, they just killed it. It was, um, oh my God, why am I drawing the blank right now? What cover was it? When you say nothing at all? Yes. Which is like, 
my all-time favorite. Like, you guys just killed it. Like, the original's amazing. The original's amazing. But your cover blows it out of the effing water, guys. Um, But, yeah, so I I came across you guys on TikTok. and, and And then from there, I jumped over to Instagram. And I loved it because I'm like, it seems to me that they're just, like, going with the flow, doing what they want. Your family's there. You guys are there doing your thing. Um, and all the videos are just, it's like bare bones. You two, mic, guitars, and then, like, the beautiful scenery. So yeah. it was like, it's, uh, I'm glad and I'm happy to hear you guys say that, you know, is it something that we're going to devote our time and dedicate our lives to trying to convince people of who we are and, and what we do and, and just like kind of prove our talent to them? Or are we just going to go with the flow, do what makes us happy and then let everything fall into place? Yeah. yeah. I totally think it is. Um, how many followers do you guys have on Instagram? Well, Instagram, you know, is a platform that is an interesting way. We're, we're approaching 300,000 on Instagram, but it's a platform that isn't, isn't necessarily made for music videos at this moment, but hopefully soon it will start catering to that. And you guys and have some crazy following on TikTok too. TikTok is unbelievable. And with YouTube and Facebook, we, we just passed 2 million subscribers on YouTube and we, we did that all in just a little over a year. And then Facebook, we're almost at 3 million followers on Facebook too. So that was one of the reasons why it gave us so much, uh, you know, we are just like, well, we're already you know, we are, we're building an audience here that really is enjoying what we're doing. And, and we feel like we're, we're, we're able to give them something that they, that they're loving. And why not just continue with that and, and, and know that, you know, we're able to, if we're able to do these things on our own, like with Spotify and iTunes and this whole new world, the social world, and we don't take it lightly, the social world, we, uh, we're wrapping it up here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it's just, it, it, it takes a lot of confidence to just do it, just just to go ahead and, and go full throttle with it. Yeah, it's crazy. Social media is huge. And uh, a lot of people are finding how it can help their business, especially people in the creative world. Um, we're talking to Music Travel Love on the show today, so don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome back. This is the parenting show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca, and joining me on the line from Nashville, guys, we've got Bob and Clint Moffitt from Music Travel Love. Before the break, we were talking about social media and how that has been like a huge tool for you guys. Um, so tell me about like what made you like what did you guys start doing on social? Was it just like let's use social to to get our videos out? Like what was it? Yeah, I mean it was it was we recognized the power of the platform pretty early on, and, and there wasn't many people using it the way that we felt like it could be used on the music side of things. There were people that were using it on on a lot of di- in a lot of different ways, but music wise it just didn't seem like people were using it to the fullest potential. And for us, I think the greatest power that social media has is that it is a reaction based platform, meaning you can spend a lot, a lot of money on something that never gets a reaction with social media. When you put something up, if it gets reaction, they reward you. The algorithms 
reward reaction, whether people find it funny, whether they find it, you know, touching or moving, or if they just love it. And so to us, that's a really powerful tool. The other powerful thing is, is, that, is that the audience kind of tells you what they, they're, they're your best A&R team you could ever have because they're honest and they know what they want and they know what they like. And so you listen to them to tell you, we're loving this, you know, we're not loving this as much, we, we like it, but we're really loving this. We're actually, we're in the process of creating a, a new thing that we've had in the, in the, in the background mice for a long time because our audience has told us that a huge bulk of our audience are parents like us, you know, like they're same age as us. And so they, our, our, their children fall asleep to our music. It's like a, it's like a sleeping aid for some of their children. It's also <laughs> a fun, like they, they send us videos all the time with their children dancing around. So we're actually creating a, a, a sub channel called music travel lullabies. Uh, oh, and nice. We're actually yeah. doing lullabies the way that we would not necessarily like, it's not serious. Like we're, we're not taking it serious. We're actually taking it to the point where I would love, when I sing songs to my children, you know, they dance and they sing along with me and that gives me, and we grew up with Fred Tenor, man, Canadian. Yeah. We're going to base this on Fred Tenor. Fred Tenor was the first, we're going to fall right. We're falling. Says, but you know, for <laughs> me, this is something for my children. And, and it's also something that I hope parents, because I know a huge part of our audience are parents. And for us, you know, I'm a parent. I know I try to find, you know, music, you know, lullabies and nursery rhymes that, that I, I like, you know, that I would want to play for my kids. And so for us, it's kind of like a fun project to do, uh, you know, in hopes that, you know, the kids love it and the parents love it. And so that's kind of the next channel we're creating. That's awesome. So do you think you'll release an album for that or just have the social for it? Well, we're going to do videos, you know, because the landscapes are also really tranquil and, and calming. And I think, you know, when the children watch us play the guitars, you know, they like it. They find it to be really fun and cool and they emulate. And so, uh, but yeah, we'll I think probably we'll do an album. We'll probably, well, we probably won't release everything at one time. It'll be like maybe we do 10 songs and then we package it into an album or something. But uh, and yeah. I find that, that nowadays on the music side, a lot of people are just like releasing you know, a single at a time and just throwing it up on, on places like um, Apple Music and Spotify yeah. and then just, just kind of like taking it easy. It's not as crazy and serious as it used to be, if that makes any sense, where it's like, oh my God, we have to record this album and get yeah. it out. It can also help with keeping your audience engaged too. If you throw everything up at one time, then, you know, you're hitting, you're hitting your audience right there with, hey, I just released a record. And that, that was our kind of, when we first started this Music Travel Love thing, we actually told our publisher, we said, this is how we want to do it. We want to do it one song every month. We don't want to just release everything at the same time. And that way, our mindset was, that gives us the ability to promote something every month that's new. And I think that we've seen in the last year, a lot more artists are starting to take that approach. And it's, it's, it's just smart to be able to have something new to bring your fans every month. Because even when you've released an album, a full album that took you a year and a half to make and you put your heart and soul into it, about six months after that record's been released, even if you're the biggest selling artist, the record label is breathing down your throat and everybody on the team's throat for more music. Yeah. Even when you've spent a year and a half on brand new record, they're like, where's more music, more music, more music. And so you know, it just becomes a place where you never take any time off and you're just exhausting yourselves beyond belief because people listen to music differently now. People listen to music much more 
than they ever used to because and they dispose of it really they dispose of it much faster because they can they have the power to listen to the same song 80 times in a row whenever they want and yeah it's our demand i want to hear demand. this song right now and that's it right um and <laughs> talking about new music you guys just released a new song uh, a cover of you are my sunshine which is absolutely beautiful um and i love that there is still new music coming out during this COVID time because a lot of musicians I know um, are having a hard time releasing stuff right now just because of, you know, not being able to get into the studio and, you know, all the other logistical stuff that go along with it, right? So you guys just released You Are My Sunshine. What was that? Was it last week, a week and a half ago, something like that? That was released actually uh, a little while back, but that on TikTok, everything's new because we just started our channel on TikTok. So everything's kind of new there. And that platform has been unbelievable for us. It's very geared towards video content and video creators. And I think that when you do things that, you know, when you everybody scrolls, you know, I scroll. I mean, TikTok's yeah. hilarious. There's so many things, you know, you learn so much on TikTok. They got, I, we just got into it for like everything. three months ago. But, you know, uh, Luckily for us, when we go and film, we film in bulk. So when we go over to Southeast Asia, we'll film eight things, eight videos, right? And when we come home, that's eight months of, of, of video content because we only put one, one song out a month. And so for us, we can film eight months of content in two weeks. Um, that's unique, you know, because – and then so when the whole COVID thing – we did that much before the whole COVID thing even was even a yeah. – nobody knew anything about it. Um, so for us, you know, we had that in, we had that done. You had it banked. We you had, had it that banked. Content banked and, and ready to go. And you guys do a combination of original songs as well as covers. So, like, obviously, You Are My Sunshine, and When You Say Nothing At All, those are covers. Also, More Than Words. True Colors, um, but then you guys have your own stuff too, which is really nice because you've got this combination of the two. You've got your own and the covers. But what do you guys? Um, I want to know actually. What are your favorite covers that you've done? That's a good question. Well, um, I would say for me personally, whenever I play it, you know, uh, I, I just I'm in awe of the song "Stand By Me." When I hear that, oh, that's exactly. I just feel like as a songwriter, it's the greatest learning tool song, like as a songwriter, because it's showing you that you only need four chords and the most simple four chords that we've all used. And you don't need a lot of words. You know, we, we tend in modern songs to put a lot of words in the songs just because we feel like we need to, and we need to put a lot of colorful words in the songs. Everything's got to be fresh and interesting, different and unique. And with Stand By Me, you know, that's just a, a classic song that it doesn't matter the age of the person listening to it. We all feel it, you know, and it's just yeah. it, the power of that song will never die. And it's it's simple and it's always modern. It's always new and fresh. Okay, so Clint is Stand By Me. Bob, what's yours? My favorite song. Um, there's some there's some songs that we're actually getting ready to to put out that we well, we haven't filmed the videos for them yet, but um Gosh, that's so that's so difficult. I, I would say, um, you know, when you say nothing at all, and forever and ever, and those were both written by Paul Overstreet, who when we first moved to Nashville '95 was the songwriter, and uh, we never were able to get into a room with him to write 
we got to know his daughter really well, Summer, and we've written with her a hundred times over the past couple of years. And we've got to know him really well. He's such a great guy, but he wrote probably two of my favorite songs of all time. And I would say When You Say Nothing At All is right up there. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, I've got to say, I don't know what it is, but that is my all-time favorite cover that you guys have done. And you guys kill your covers. Like, I love them. Um, what about location? Before we go to break, location, because that's the great thing about you guys. It's not that you guys um, just go out there and you create music and these videos, it's about the location, which your name, Music Travel Love, explains that. So you've been all over. You know, I've seen videos of you guys, like, at home in Nashville, uh, but then I've seen you guys in Thailand or the Philippines. Oh, is someone coming down? Yeah. (laughs) Clint's little one just joined us on the Zoom call. Hello, buddy. So what what would you say location wise before we go to break? And that's really tough too. I would I would say they're all so amazing. The first real place that put put I, I know put me at all when we visited was we went to Arizona. We we actually stumbled upon a location, uh, Lake Powell, which is a beautiful lake in, in Arizona, and I think it actually goes throughout Arizona and Utah. And um, just looking out the lake and then the, the canyons and stuff like that, the Grand Canyon in the back, it was just, it was kind of like mind numbing when, when we saw it. It's like, could this, can this even be real? Even the Grand Canyon was like that. But uh, every location we go to is just like, we're just pinching ourselves going, I can't believe that we're able to be here right now doing this and watching the sun. what you love. Yeah. And it's just, it would honestly, it was just because we decided to do it. I and mean, that honestly, it's like, it's, uh, if you really just set your mind to do something, you decide to do something, you just go after it and make it happen. I think that's the coolest thing when we're there and just realizing that we just did it. And it's really, we're really proud of that, you know? That's awesome. And, uh, and Clint, your location? I would say that Lake Powell is absolutely one of the top locations. Uh, when we were in Thailand, we went up to Chiang Mai and we played at a place called uh, Phu Chi Pha, which was this really beautiful uh, mountaintop but I think the thing that made that place so special was the color of the sunrise. You know, you're up there when it's pitch black, you don't know what it's going to look like when the sun comes up and it's always a surprise. And when that sun came up, it was just, again, you're just floored by the world. You're floored by how every sky looks different wherever you go. Where you are. Yeah. Oh God. We're talking to, uh, to Clint, and Bob Moffitt from Music Travel Love on the show today. We've got more. We've got a lot more. So don't go anywhere. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night and you are listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are on the line with Clint and Bob Moffitt from Music Travel Love, uh, formerly of the Moffitts, which I am sure those of you listening at home are like, oh, my God, yes, I remember. Um, Actually, before we got on the line with you guys, I was talking to our producer, Loretta, who's back in the studio. And Loretta, what was the song that we pulled up? I Miss You Like Crazy. That was it. That was it. Um, So a classic Moffitt. Um, and and we just got a special guest joining us too. He just walked into the room, um, and it's Clint's 
son, Lake, who is three years old. Um, and, and I love it because this is the parenting show. So if there's any time that my guests can do something like this and have their kids walk in or their kids screaming, which you usually hear mine in the background uh, now that we're recording from home. It's, <laughs> this is the show to do it on. It's the parenting show. It's real life. This is what us, us parents have to deal with. Um, but I want to know, Clint, um, Lake is, he's three. So he's your oldest. He's three. Um, still a little young, but you guys started performing when you were four years old. Yeah. So is there any interest in music coming from your little guy? Yeah, there absolutely is. You know, I obviously, my goal is not my goal. You know, obviously I want to put him on skates and see if he likes it, but he hasn't shown too much interest in that. But as far as music goes, you know, he, it's, it's in, it's in him, you know, he just picks up the guitar, he strums it, he sings, he wouldn't sing it probably right now. He gets a little bit shy, you know, um, sometimes when you ask him to sing, but you know, he's just, uh, he's always loved it, you know, from just the beginning. And when he, he's, I've always noticed that he has a good tempo, you know, when he's listening to music, he, uh, he taps right in time when he was just a little baby. And, uh, so it's pretty interesting, but you know, as, as a parent, you know, you, you just, you kind of like wait to see if there's anything that any signs that they'll tell you. And then you uh, just help them move forward. And so for me, but he really does like to see, yeah, he, he, he he's really good at it. I mean, I'm, I'm not just, I'm not being biased. He actually has a really good pitch and he can actually do little dangles and stuff yeah. already. Like nice. he's, actually, he's quite a natural. Fun to he see. loves it. Yeah. So, Lake, can I ask you, what's your favorite song that Daddy and Uncle Bob do? What's your favorite song? Um, You don't know? <laughs> you love song? them all. Is that why you love all the songs that, that they do? Do you love all the songs? He he does. Yeah, he's so like, sweet. And who knows, guys, like... I, I like I've been to Foo Fighters concerts and I've seen Dave Grohl get on stage with his daughter. I just saw yeah. Chris Cornell's daughter do a cover of uh, Pearl Jam Black. Uh, so who knows wow. what's in store for this little guy, right? Like all these people are yeah, following in their parents' footsteps. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> so we spoke about your favorite songs that you guys do. We spoke about favorite locations, but before you guys were called. Before Music Travel Love, you were called something else. What was that? Before Music Travel Love, we were called Endless Summer. And um, we were actually, we didn't have any really, we, we actually had, music, music Travel Love wasn't supposed to be what we called ourselves. It was what we called The Journey. Um, and Endless Summer was the name of, of, our, of our group. And um, what happened was there was a really big documentary that came out years ago called the endless summer it was a big surf movie and we loved the movie but it wasn't why we chose the name we chose the name because of the beach boys record endless summer we loved that record growing up as one of our favorites but what happened was the people who created the movie the endless summer saw us online and, and uh, uh i think that it was because our ranking was getting quite good on on youtube and stuff like that <laughs> they weren't liking that because uh, we were kind of we'd always show up like considerably higher and then we started putting out more content and then all of a sudden their video their videos started to drop so he was not happy and this it wasn't the guy who actually made the movie it was this person who take, took over the 
the enterprise, if you will, because they make T-shirts and they make all this kind of stuff. And he basically said, listen, if you want to keep the name, you got to give us 20% of everything you do. And we were forever. like, forever. And we were like, uh, um, no, no deal, no go. We're just going to change the name, I think. So um, we probably we probably could have won if, if we went to court just because he wasn't doing what, like, we were just in the music part of it. And, you know, we weren't trying to do movies or anything like that. So uh, we just decided it wasn't worth worth it. And then we just, so we just went, you know, let's just call this journey. Let's just call it Music Travel Love and see if our fans, you know, jump on board with that. And uh, with our original stuff, we just go as MTL. Nice. Um, honestly, it's... Uh... It's a great name because it's exactly what you guys do and what you're about. And I think that that's what makes you guys uh, different and stand out uh, because it's more than just music. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than just music. Uh, for those of you guys at home that have maybe never jumped on to watch one of their videos, I urge you to do that because, like you guys said, the sceneries are just absolutely amazing. And it makes me wonder when I watch, I'm like, how many people are there behind this? Is it just the two of you guys? You don't have a crew? A couple places where we've actually had a bit of an audience and it makes things more challenging. When we did the When You See Nothing at All video on the bridge, it was a walking bridge. A lot of people watch the video and they think, well, how did you get that shut down to do that? No cars pass through there. It's just a walking bridge. So we had to get up really early. A lot of the time we have to get up really early or find a location that's really desolate to the point where people just wouldn't travel there. It's just too far. Um, but we had a guy watch us play on the bridge, and but we we travel with one person. Yeah, one person. So the camera person. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, because the videos the videos are absolutely fantastic. Um, so I always wonder because it's like it's very um, bare bones. Like I said earlier, it's you got two guitars, it's the two of you, two mics, very little equipment. Um, but it's a scenery that, that, you know what I mean? It's the scenery and the music. And I think because it is so, um, stripped down, it allows you to focus on the music. I think so, yeah. you know, in the words and, and, uh, and I think it's just simplicity, you know, as we get older and we just do it more realizing that it's really hard. It's really hard to be simple. It's the hardest thing is to be simple because we always immediately go to complicate it right out of the gate. I think with anything, you know, and I think sim simple is really the key to so many things. It's the key to so many things to be being successful and to just being uh, pleasant to listen to. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's something that is overlooked a lot by people because like you said, it's easy to come out of the gate and just be like, I want this and this and this and this and this. And before you know it, you've got like this long list, um, firework explosions, yeah. uh, all this stuff. And it's just like, no, let's just scale it, you know, down and let's just go back to, you know, grassroots kind of thing. Um, and yeah. it works well for you guys. We are talking to Music Travel Love on the show today. We've got Bob and Clint Moffitt. I'm calling you like, it's, it's, it's a mix between the, uh, <laughs> your last name and the band uh, that you guys used to be in, the Moffitt. Uh, don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on The Parenting Show. This is Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now.
back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Guys, we are in Nashville today. Isn't this, this is the great thing about COVID. I get to do the show from my basement. I could be in my pajamas right now. I'm not. Maybe I should be. Um, and we get to travel and talk to great, interesting people. Uh, so we've got Clint and Bob Moffitt uh, with us on the show today from Music Travel Love. And they are absolutely amazing musicians. Uh, we also had a little special guest appearance by Clint's oldest son, Lake, who's three years old. He's the cutest. Uh, he jumped on the, the Zoom video that I, I was able to see him. Um, so, guys, I know we spoke a little bit about COVID and if it's changed um, your lives in, like, in the work sense, on the music side. Um, and you said, yeah, well, you can't really travel like you used to, get on a plane and just go somewhere exotic and then, you know, do film your content and your videos for social. Um, but do you guys tour, like concert tours? Yeah, I mean, we don't, I wouldn't say we tour. Um, we we do shows. Like, so, so sometimes we'll go, like, we go to the Philippines to do a video. We might do one or two shows while we're there. Um, nothing too extravagant, you know, like, um, honestly, if it was up to us and just the way that we would love to be able to play, we would love to either do coffee shops because we like drinking mm-hmm. coffee. It's a mellow thing to do. Or we just like to set up outside and play to, you know, like, in a campground or something like that. I think for us, that's more of like the vision that we have of how we'd like to play our music than, than saying like a, an arena or a theater or something like that. <clears throat> so for a lot of musicians um, right now, because they aren't able to play shows, uh, they've lost a lot of their income, right? And their main yeah. source of income. So how do you guys do it if, you know, touring isn't uh, and playing shows isn't, like the top thing for you guys? Is it all through social? Yeah, I mean, our, uh, for income, income streams and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, our, our streaming, you know, you know, we're, uh, we stream music. I mean, we're going to do, you know, Music Travel Loved, we're going to stream over 120 million times this year on Spotify alone, you know, so, you know, we're, our, our fans seem to, and, and it's not relied upon, again, we want to be really self-sufficient you know, we want to cater to our fans. Like that's our whole goal is catering to the people. I, I think it's really important for young artists, you know, that are coming in and they're spending all their time uh, trying to figure out what, who they know. I think it's all about figuring out what you know, you know, spend the time learning your craft, spend the time learning your audience and spend the time learning the platforms. Because when you do that, you're going to realize that you don't need to know one person to make it happen for you. You can kind of over the course yeah. of a year, two, three, four years, you know, you can start building your your audience and you can start building your business. Business. Uh, small business. You don't need to be the biggest star in the world. You know, just figure out a way to make music and be creative if that's what you love. And also um, your expectation, you know, setting your expectation level can be disastrous if you set it to a point where you're just always not meeting it. And I think that you want to have goals and you want to you want to strive, in my opinion, your expectation, the only expectation I think anybody should have for themselves is doing the best job that you can do at that particular time. And if that's what your expectation level is, as opposed to I want to play in front of a million people and it needs to happen in three months, well, 
there's a really good chance that you're not going to meet that and you're going to be really disappointed. But if you if your expectation is, I want to do the best job I can do right now, there's a really good chance there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to watch that and listen to it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so spending time figuring that out, you know, for us, you know, there's people out that are getting millions of dollars piped into to their music and you're still got to figure out ways to make me who's a just a normal person listen to it and then wake up tomorrow and want to listen to it again. So I think if we put the emphasis on that, I think people are going to start owning their music again. And I think that the music industry as a whole is going to start actually growing and uh, becoming much more desired, desirable for people to actually spend money. Spend yeah. Money. And I think you guys, I have to say, you've mentioned your audience from the beginning of the show. Um, and you've mentioned it quite a few times. You guys do a fantastic job with your audience. I've seen you repost stuff on Instagram. Um, so someone will post and tag you guys, and you guys will repost it. And I think that that means a lot. And I think that that's really important that you, people, your audience knows that they can actually connect with you, you know, yeah. on that personal level, on that personal side of things. Um, and I think that that is something that you guys just, um, are amazing at. So it's, it's fantastic to see as someone, you know, who watches your, your, uh, socials and stuff like that. When I see that, it makes me happy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, they truly care about their audience. And, you know, just like you guys have been saying throughout the whole show, um, they are important to you. Cause you're like, we want to give our audience what they want and what makes them happy. Cause that is what makes us happy and makes us, you know what I mean, in turn successful. Um, so guys, before we wrap up the show, um, where can people find you? Because you're everywhere. <laughs> We're everywhere. Well, we've kind of, we've, we actually started off, and it was a little bit confusing because we had different handles and everything, but everything's now just at Music Travel Love. So Instagram, at Music Travel Love, Facebook, at Music Travel Love, same for TikTok, same thing for YouTube. YouTube. And uh, Spotify and iTunes. So all those different platforms, if you get your music from iTunes or Spotify, we're on there. And uh, YouTube, we do a video. We, we release one video every month on that platform. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. And if, if people love it, you know. And if you're, I know this is a parenting show. So obviously, like, coming up very, very soon, probably in the next two, three weeks, we'll probably be launching our first music travel lullabies video. And this is for parents. For, you know, this is us just kind of putting our spin, relaxing spin on, uh, you know, classic, traditional uh, songs. And they're fun to sing. And they're I fun mean, to sing. I never know, thought I would enjoy singing on McDonald's so much, but it really is it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I can only to hear it because my kids, Samantha's nine, Liliana is seven, and Marcus is turning five soon. And they love listening to you guys. So I love putting you guys on. They love listening, um, and I can't wait to, to share the lullaby uh, stuff that you guys are going to be doing with all my friends who are expecting or have little teeny tiny yeah. ones, because that's, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Be yeah, your kids might be a little past, past this content. Yeah, we're only going to be cool in that format for, for a very short window of time, but, but <laughs> you know, they can come over to stage once they're at a certain age. Yeah, you're going to have to do stages. you got to do the lullabies and something for the toddlers and then as they get you just do all the different yeah. stages uh so exactly. at music travel love is where you're going to find these guys um i urge you to go check them out listen to their music give them follows uh because 
you're going to fall in love with them just like I did. Um, and, and who would have thought? I had no idea that I was talking to the Moffats the whole time. <laughs> thank you so much guys for taking the time to join us on the parenting show today when you guys come to toronto i want you in studio with me um and bob i will help you find some some great coffee shops around here to play at (laughs) sound good thank you so much it's been a blast no, thank you, guys. And for those of you guys that are just tuning in, if you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast, which you can find on, like, uh, Apple and everywhere else podcasts are. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. But that is it for us tonight on The Parenting Show. We will catch you next week, Sunday, 8 o'clock, right here at Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.